0: We're live. We are back on The Breakdown. This is episode number 21. I'm just kidding. It's episode number 20. I'm just so excited for episode number 21 because that is when we are going to start releasing videos. Ooh, voice yeah. is cracky today. Uh-oh. Yes, yes. As you can hear we right there, we have Mr. Caleb. He's chugging a Diet Coke as usual. And across the table from me in the hot seat, the rolly chair, Mr. Roman Polyachenko, It's my chair. <laughs> um, today, we are going to talk about a two different topics. Ones that we normally talk about. Cheerleading and bicycles. Are you guys yep. ready? You guys cheerleading ready
1: for on bicycles.
0: Oh. Bicycles in cheerleading routines?
1: No. no. I'm pretty sure that's like a circus act somewhere. <laughs> like doing... I don't know, acrobatics on bicycles. Look up synchronized unicycles.
0: Yeah, I bet. something like that. Like a performance, unicycle performance? Yeah. Or a bicycle they have performance? have those people on Probably the handlebars. Yeah. That'd right? be cool. Can you imagine if somebody was sitting on bicycle handlebars, riding the bike, someone else is riding the bike, they're on the handlebars and they're holding someone in their hands? <clears throat>
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I bet you they have that.
0: They would fall backwards.
2: No, there's definitely you know, gravity. A thing. Side
0: note, no, I watched a video of a vacuum chamber where they drop a bowling ball and feathers when there is air resistance. They don't suck any of the air out of it. And it the bowling ball crashes down and the feathers just, you know, weasel their way down side to side to side. They vacuum all the air out of the chamber mm-hmm. and do the same exact test. Both of them fall at the same exact rate, like they taught us in like middle school or whatever, mm-hmm. and hit the box at the same time on the bottom. It's crazy. And it's an ultra ultra slow-mo cam. It was crazy.
2: Whoa. And they didn't have to take the air out and just go to space.
0: That I might be a little more bit difficult. more expensive.
2: <sighs> would have been fun.
0: Andy, how do you hit something then? Because gravity, there's no gravity. I want to hit anything Isn't in space. There's no gravity in space, right?
2: No, there's gravity on the moon, uh, um,
0: so they just need to go to another planet, the moon. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think planets have gravity, outer space does not. Yeah, that's right? what I feel,
0: right? I think that's right. So, the feather and the bowling so. ball bowl would just float at the same Maybe speed. Maybe
1: we should move on because, <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So, in cheerleading, uh, we want to talk about where we're at in the season. Uh, we are in the middle of October right now, season. 2023 going into 2024. Um, We want to talk about how this is called crunch time or or the first crunch time of the season. There's plenty more. They're always, you know, the week of comp, but uh, industry wide, this is like a big crunch time because everyone's getting ready for showcases and their first comps. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about skills and routine, skills in routines and uh, decisions that coaches are making across the board and what I've seen some from some of the things I posted on Instagram versus what we know we're going to see in person when it comes comp season. Uh, our fi- first biggest comp for Cheerville is uh, WSF in Louisville, but we do have showcase before that. And then the end of routines and the struggle of what the end of a routine feels like right now for athletes. Out, or on the other hand, I would love to talk about bicycles. I want to cheerleading on bicycles. I want to give yeah. uh, give some attention to Romans' progression riding bikes. Talk a little bit about what he's conquered since uh, the last podcast. On I would Waller. love to talk about Fall Fest that we have coming up, which is a big mountain biking event in Knoxville, Tennessee, at Baker's Baker's Baker Baker Creek Preserve, Baker's Creek Preserve. I don't know if it's plural or not, but. Um, That's something that I look forward to the last couple of years, and I'm looking forward to it again. This will be Roman's second time going. And obviously, just quickly talk about all of us got the chance to sit down and watch Red Bull Rampage and how insane that was. But yeah, uh, overall, just want to talk about that stuff today. So if you're not interested in it, see you later. Hit the pause button now and find something else to listen to. Um, But yeah, cheerleading right now. Uh, Everyone's kind of feeling it. School cheerleading, All-Star cheerleading, everybody. Going into comp season for schools, going into showcase season for All-Stars, and it maybe even comp season depending on when they start. But yeah, it's crunch time. What does crunch time look like when you're a school cheerleading coach? You work with the school, right, Caleb? I do. Okay. And uh, you guys perform this weekend, correct? Yes. Same. All All of us have teams at the comp this weekend. My team's doing traditional and game day and what is your team doing
1: well um I think they are doing both routines um I haven't looked at the full schedule yet but I would assume that they're doing both because it's the first chance to do it in front of people
0: I know some uh, sometimes schools if if one of the routines isn't ready yet or not up to par like they don't want to go get bad feedback on it when they know right. it's not going to be like for me, I want to see a good routine at our competition and get feedback on how we could do better. Yeah. Not, not just, oh, feet apart in your back, handsprings, be sharper with your motions. You know, stuff like that. Like I want to, yeah. I want to feedback on the routine so we know how to do better come states or nationals. For sure. Yep. Roman, mm-hmm. you're uh, coaching a middle school. You guys have madness, traditional and game day, or are you just taking? Oh, we're doing both. Doing both? Yeah, why not? Nice. We're just winging it. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I had the opportunity to work with uh, Roman's middle school the other day. Uh, I had a blast working with them. Super fun. I love working stunts with them. I really do. Fun little kids. But um, yeah, it's crunch time. And then for All Stars, we got showcase season coming up. So we follow a little bit of a pattern for Cheervo. We have like different weeks that are, um, how do I say it? I guess, put towards different things to focus on. So you have, like, an all-tumbling week, all-building week, first half week, second half week, full-out week, all that stuff, kind of building your way up so that everybody's kind of on the same path. Yep. Um, But I know that there's teams already doing full-outs. and Full-out what? Like, I talked to a buddy the other day, works at a big gym, and he's like, yeah, we're already running full-outs, like full-out all-star routines, and some of our teams are hitting them. And... For sure. So I've seen this happen in the past. It's always like, oh, who can post on Twitter first that we hit full out, you know? And I like it. I like it that it, it promotes a drive and motivation to kind of like get that both for the team themselves and they can kind of brag about it. But those are always the teams that struggle come mid season because they start to burn out. Yep. Yep. And uh, that's why I love what we do. Right now, especially with Cheerville, like it almost makes you feel like you're on your toes the whole time because you're constantly working towards like that end date where you're about to go live. And it just keeps you on your toes, but it also keeps the kids on their toes. You know, every practice is a push and that's getting ready for the comp season. Um, Not that other teams aren't. There's no right or wrong way, obviously. But I don't know. Any time that I've ever worked with a team that we were hitting full outs in October has been such a drag later in the season like it's so hard to keep people motivated because it's just like come in do your job and leave and how do we make this harder how do we make this cleaner it's like that question you're asking from november all the way until april rather than keeping the the actual cheerleading journey not just competitions like fun you know what i mean yeah So especially with the varsity score sheet, like it's so easy to max out in every category if you've set up your team for success, obviously, but it's so easy to max out every single category. Um, but yeah, I, for us, I I coach a youth too, and we're doing varsity and open championship series, uh, competitions this year. And, oh boy, you got to have a routine that's set up to hit both. And that's tough. The numbers are very different. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. Um, it's a little bit of stress but i like it definitely definitely sucks in the moment when you're like leaving practice going oh my gosh what do we do and then but once we get into comp season it'll all pay off but crunch time how's it affecting your team caleb
1: well which one my school team or
0: prep team talk school first
1: um school team doing i mean honestly they're they're pretty good at game day when they're on on top of it and like focused and everything um i think traditional there's some things that are a struggle for them but it's not undoable yeah like they're capable of doing it i think it's the hardest part right now is getting them to push to do things successful to like want to yeah Because rather than hitting that water down button, yeah, because I think for them too, like you never know when they have like tests and stuff going on. And I think this is like getting towards the end of the year where it's like about it's gonna be Christmas break soon and Thanksgiving break soon. And like usually the work kind of can pile up because they're going on break so i feel like that adds to it and they're just like oh i don't want to be here i need to go do other things
0: so they're almost like in their wind down of their first semester yeah yeah they've had what august september october school cheerleading all-star cheerleading if they do both like it's just they're so overwhelmed i was actually talking to one of the anarchy athletes about that tonight it's definitely a a struggle if you live in one of the states that allow cheerleading and school but it can pay off because they you know they're getting more reps if they're yeah. working on the same stuff but we have athletes all over the place you know different yeah. schools different skills it's yep. crazy so but i do know you know that recovery is a big thing um, yeah and uh, whether or not the athletes fully recovered will probably dictate how much they can fo- focus and perform at practice you know
1: yeah um all-star team all-star team they are struggling it's it's been a a while since i've coached prep so getting back into it it's kind of familiar and kind of not cuz like the score sheets and everything change um i think for where we're at in the season they're doing pretty well it's just a matter of like getting them to Stay on top of their own routine and practice just a little bit at home so that when we get to practice, <laughs> we remember what we're doing. Yep. So it's not the what same it, practice over and over again. What age group? Junior. Junior. Yeah. Yep. I,
0: I feel your pain. I got a youth team, like I just said. And I, there's some days where I'm like, ma'am, your first four emotions in the uh, routine? It, Those weren't the same ones you did yesterday at practice Um, or last week or ever. Yeah. So, um, are you okay? Yeah. You are? Oh, okay. Um, Well, let's go over your emotions again and then make sure we do those this time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Very different than if you're talking to a senior age kid where you're just like, "Um, yeah, that wasn't your emotions, do your job.
1: And I think... (laughs) It's just, it's so much and so often just things that are like, why, where did that come from and why did you choose to do it that way that time? You know?
0: like so random.
1: Yes. <laughs> and it's a consistent random.
0: <laughs> it's one kid one day, another kid another day.
1: No, it's the whole team every day. <laughs> it's just something different with the whole team and each kid every day <laughs> <laughs> or every uh, week.
0: Yep. Uh, on it's- a side note, I did get to work All-Star 1, and guess who was there last night? My favorite athlete in the whole world. <laughs> and she was killing it on the punch-punch stops. Oh, man. I loved it.
1: She's Who's that? a goofball. Lil Mercy. Yeah, um. she's a goofball.
0: <laughs> I went to give her a high five, and she missed my hand completely. <coughs> I literally put it right next to her hand, and she just went right through the thumb web right here. And I was like, try again. <laughs> I love that kid. I love her. She is li- like... When I see her, my my whole day brightens up. I get so happy. Oh, that's amazing. I just love her energy. All right, so that's where you're at, all-star and school. Roman, you Mm -hmm. have school cheer first, school Mm -hmm. cheer team, and then all-star team, crunch time. What does it feel like? Madness. Madness? Yep. On both teams? On both teams. All right, school cheer first. What is creating the madness feel?
2: They're kids that are passing into that teenage phase and girl stuff is making them crazy mm. whether it's friendships whether it's you know a drama all that testing everything it's is making them all insane they're all insane but they're great kids
0: abs i don't know what that means all the bs <laughs> oh
2: yeah i thought irritable like that. <laughs> that's ibs <laughs> i've got abs. Jeez, Ab- abs i haven't had
1: abs in a while this is amazing ABS. Oh, it's like Christmas has come early. I have abs.
0: (laughs) ABS. Christmas is
1: definitely not here yet. It is. All BS. (laughs) I got abs. All right.
0: No, they're
2: doing good. They're just, they're they're kids. They're girls and they have friend groups and they're all crazy. (laughs) Which is what it is. We're going to wing it. It's going to be great.
0: All star team.
2: We're going to, it's going to be great. (laughs) They're all great. They're all great. <laughs> um, okay. No, they're they're good kids. I just.
0: What does crunch time feel like, though? Not if oh. they're good kids.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a lot of different priorities I think are being pushed, and that's all. Like, it, it's just a lot, a lot to get across, especially with younger athletes, that sometimes we just got to take a. Little step back and realize and just breathe. And they're little kids. (laughs) That's all. But it feels feels like people are crunching and getting stuff done.
0: Good, good, good. I feel like people's true potential comes out when it's crunch time because it's like you see how they're going to react, athletes, and you see how coaches – like you see a push in coaches' productivity because it's like, oh, gosh, if I don't get this done, someone else is going to see – what i've been slacking at, you know? I do. I
2: don't know. I think it's funny to see how people handle those things. Like when it get when it gets to a crunch time, I I think I just more or less especially in sports, when when it gets more chaotic, I get more relaxed. As like when when it comes to a team or an atmosphere or performance, like I don't freak out when kids are about to go
0: I don't think i freak out like mentally or physically i think my analyzation the amount that i analyze starts going through the roof like the amount that i'm thinking about what if we do this what if we need to hit that water down button how many reps of this do we need to see for us to move on or you know like my brain like just starts thinking about numbers (laughs) which kind of brings me into the next point um skills and routines caleb Yep. We're going into school cheer competition this weekend. Yep. At what point do you have to hit the water down button? How many, like, maybe you've been at three practices and you see the same stunt group struggling and they hit it individually, like without the routine, but in the routine they're struggling. Do you water it down? Because there's benefits to both. A cleaner routine, I mean, makes the team feel better when they come off and going into it, even if it is watered down because you know everybody wants to do all the hard stuff, but sometimes it we're just not ready for it, you know, and it put it it gives you a benchmark,
1: yeah, I think I think it depends on the situation um However, just to keep it simple, um, last three practices haven't really been doing that well. I would say at least the last practice before that competition, probably, like by the end of that practice, if it's still not going right and and the decision is to water it down, then I would say the last practice before that competition just so it the reps can happen in the gym and not
0: the water down reps yeah yeah and
1: have that happen in the gym and not on the warm-up floor yeah because especially with school teams and warm-ups it is insanely chaotic with all the props and stuff already that it's like even if you're extremely diligent with your time there is not enough time so i would i guess i yeah, I would say the last practice before leaving for that competition.
0: Yeah. I uh, When I used to work up at uh, Top Gun in Ohio, um, that was our comp week w- rule for even All-Stars. Like, you have to be able to hit a full out at both practices, comp week, or it's watered down. And so, like, you go into that week, and if something gets wa- doesn't hit in a rep of a full out, it becomes watered down for the weekend. So similar, um, it taught me a lot too, like yeah. things to look for and kind of put my pride aside and be like, hey, maybe they're just not ready for this when the pressure's on, you know? For It's sure. almost like a pressure situation before the big pressure on the weekend. Roman? Yeah. yeah? At what point do you hit the water down button? Three weeks ago. No, I, weeks I, ago. I really did a it. A month?
2: I, I did it because here's why. Okay.
0: What what we're talking school? School. Okay.
2: Before the kickoff. I watered everything down. Because Oh, okay.
0: Okay, you, so before a performance for the school kids. But yeah, I'm saying their first competition this
2: first competitions this week I already my rule is if if you go up, you perform three times and any of those times don't work, it's out. Like and the week of. So like Tuesday we had practice. There's stuff that's already out and just because it's it's not worth it like the risk to reward like it destroys their confidence and all that stuff but um yeah i i err on the side of caution
0: so the week of the is week when off, you make the decision
2: roughly my decisions probably made the week before but the i kids, I give so. the kids an opportunity but like it's it's just too much stress like the Like, you never want to take the floor. I believe in the rule of 40, which is if you're putting something in that you're stressed about, it's either going to get 40% better through adrenaline and happiness and whatever, or it's going to go the other direction, and it's 40% worse. So I'd rather take some things out and just go chill and go have a good time. Go do your job and do a good job there, like, and then go back and rework and keep working and build up. but. Uh, 10 out of 10 is the rule for me. Like, if you can't do it 10 out of 10 times, it shouldn't be in the routine.
0: Yeah, I'm at, I'm at, I don't know. I'm not at 10 out of 10. I'm at, like, 8 or 9 out of 10 just because of fatigue at rep or fatigue at practices, but I agree with you. Like, it's... I gotta, That's more I realistic. Feel confidence. Or I got to yeah. feel confident in it, you know? Like,
2: I just know what it's like to be set up as an athlete to go out somewhere and just fail and... I understand wanting to compete with score sheets and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I think psychologically putting kids into a position of failure just for the pride fact, like what you said, can be very detrimental for the entire season, not just for that competition.
0: I don't know. I'm a different athlete. Like if I failed, it almost pushed me harder. Like I was in the gym getting stronger or doing whatever I could. So I was just a different type of athlete than you. I guess, but the big thing was... No,
2: no, no, Time out. Time out. Not a different athlete than me, but than the kids did t- today. But you, I
0: learned more from failure. You,
2: you do learn a lot from failure. I'm simply saying to today's generation, I think it's very detrimental to put kids into a position of failure to the extent of where it's just... It's... I don't want to say, like, unsafe, or... I don't know how to word it. Just... If something's
0: unsafe I'm taking it out. But if it, if they can hit 3 out of 5 reps right now, I want to keep them like, repping that out as long as I can, if no, it, as sure. long as it's, you know, not going to promote injury or something catastrophic, but, but that's you know, in
2: practice though, right? Yeah. Not at competition. I'm talking about like failure setting kids up for failure at a competition because then that that's a bigger role. And then as a coach, you're failing those kids. So that's what I mean, like setting them up for failure knowing what it's like to be set up for failure as an athlete doesn't deter or never would have deterred me as an athlete to want to keep working on things. But being set up for failure, you definitely, it definitely destroys the psyche of a whole team. Like, well, that's that what sense? we're
0: talking about. That's what yeah. crunch time is. That's why I said, what, when do you make that decision? So Caleb said a week. Yeah, I don't think you realize it, but you said a week.
2: Yeah, about.
0: So, and I'm I'm the same. I, I still kind of try to follow. Um, obviously, I work with a handful of coaches, and they all think, you know, they all have different opinions on that stuff. So, I don't know. I try to stick to the week. Like, if it's comp week, I'm definitely a little bit more lenient towards watering things down than I am two weeks out, you know? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so.
2: Yep, yep. That makes sense, though. Like, It takes away the stress from everything. Like, think how happy kids are going into some Like, I guess this is the one thing I know. Relaying it to tumbling. I've never understood getting kids, like, forcing athletes to do skills that they are not, like, confident in just for the sake of the score sheet. I understand, like, once in a while that kid's going to, ooh, hurrah and get over it. But like i guess that's where i get my mentality of not not putting kids into those positions of severe stress because that's that's what jeff benson talks about a lot like those kinds of they have detrimental effects on kids so yeah i just the week out is a great thing i don't know why some coaches would wait till the competition day to do it because if your kids are that smart that they could just flip the switch on things do congratulations but middle schoolers uh, i don't think they could do that i don't even think eighth or ninth graders can mostly do that that's just
0: i don't i don't put age to it because i like the youth age kids some of them are in middle school some of them are younger than that
2: yeah
0: i guess i'd change it but I, i think it just comes down to experience like yeah. If a kid's been cheering on, they're on a, youth. so kids that are on like Megamind, like a YouTube, but they've been in the program for four years, you know, and they've been cheering on teams for four years. Yeah. My brain trusts them a little bit more come comp weekend or pulling something out because they know what the expectation is, you yeah. know? And well, that
2: makes sense. Those kids have the experience though for it, right?
0: Yeah. Like, that's why so, I said experience. That, yeah. Like age, age doesn't dictate whether or not. I'm going to. I mean, it definitely dictates dictates how much we're going to put in the routine at the beginning of the season and where we'll add more, but I don't think I make decisions based off of that when it comes to comp week. It's more about the experience. Like if I say like little Lola, like struggles to focus sometimes at practice, right? Love but that kid. she is phenomenal on performance day. Not that I would keep something in that's got her stressed out or that's got us stressed out, but I definitely make that decision later than I would someone that I've never coached before because I don't know what their comp day tendencies yeah. are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yep. but that's through building relationships like with kids as they're growing through your program, which is the best part about all, we, all that we do. All right, moving on to the next topic. End of routines. Ooh. Oh. Heart rate's been up for a minute and a half. Busting through the roof. You got to hold somebody up. You're going into the running tumbling if you're in, if that's on the second half of the routine, end of routine. Running tumbling, pyramid, dance.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Anyone else struggling with that the same way the teams that I'm coaching are? Because it's tough.
2: I think it's different for level one kids.
1: Yeah, I, feel I like really, they, really, really. I feel really like do. level
2: one kids yeah. can do tumble outs for like forty hours in a row. But then you go, Hey, I need you to do this show and go one time and it's like my arms
1: hurt. No, even even when they are conditioned, I really there is not to get off topic, but like I really do think there is a difference with like level one full outs and then the other levels because like 100 percent, i just watch those practices and they're doing like 12 to 14 full outs and i'm like all right y'all got it i guess maybe you can't water it and down then, right and then <laughs> I mean, you can the you higher up you go it's nugget? like the less you do which it does make a lot of sense it's just in i don't know it's just interesting to think about
2: i think level one like the big role for level one is a lot less forceful impact on the floor
1: so, and I would say for them, just into the routine, like just remembering, yeah, and well, just that's like, the full out that yeah. I want to succeed. Let's break in. Just it like down. Remembering.
0: Let's break it down. Most, I would say, over ninety percent of teams have the pyramid in the second half of the routine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you don't need to hit. In theory, you don't need to hit elite skills. Although we do, because you want to score higher when you get to a comparative score sheet. But you don't need to hit elite skills. You need to have four level appropriate skills and two structures. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, that being said. That's usually in the second half of the routine. Is anyone else struggling to hit pyramids? Because we mm-hmm. just got my high school is the well, Megamind doesn't have a pyramid yet. We're about to get that, and uh,
1: oh, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, and maybe not hit pyramids, but hit the difficulty
0: that you had planned
1: for school. One hundred thousand <laughs> percent, yeah,
0: always. Caleb's got to sit with. It's- Uh, The week after
1: choreography, it gets watered down. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody else
2: get choreography that's like, hey,
1: like you have
2: Michael Jordans on your team, and then you're like, bro, we got Scottie Pippins here. All of of the
1: school starts like that, and I, I like it because you get a really, really good starting point, and then you decide based off the team like where you're at, which I really like, and it doesn't bother me to have to, like, look at it because me personally it helps me like figure out okay that's what we can do and then it's easier to figure out okay what is the water down versions of that instead of figuring out okay what's the hardest thing we can do
0: yeah
2: I think that's the hard part for me with school cheer yeah
1: is they, they got things that were
2: like the pinnacle <coughs> of the mountain yeah so when you water it down the kids feel miserable they're like but we were so like they're literally like Rather than, hey, this is what's going to go in the routine. This is our goal. They're given, this is what's going in the routine. And now when we have to go through progressional steps of it, kids are struggling understanding that because they feel like they're being, something's taken away from them.
1: I wonder if they feel like at choreography when they're told what they're doing that they're like, ooh, that's what level we are. Or like, ooh, that's like what kind of team we are. And it's like, no, like this is just choreography. Like- no, I it's don't just think kids understand to do. that. That's what I'm saying, and that's probably where that comes from. It's like, yeah, but they told us that we were this, and it's like, no, 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 that was the choreography. That doesn't mean like that's the level of team you are.
2: Like, I'll give you an example. Our team started with toss-ups, like toss-ups to prep yeah. and switch-up to preps. They came back from choreography. They are like, yeah, we're doing full-up, full-arounds, and I was like, we— we didn't even get to full ups yet. Like we're still trying to figure those out. And when you take that away from them, the kids are like miserable because in their head, what they were given is where they're at. Right. So that makes like choreographers, maybe just chill a little, just chill, but you're doing a great job.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, I think that just needs to be a conversation that you have with them. Cause you don't want to get bad choreography like, no. you don't want to have to well, pay no, to bring your choreographer like back either. <laughs> either. You know, like if it's, you got to know what the vision is, at yeah. least, and the kids do, so they know what the expectation is. But I think you got to have that conversation. Yes. Maybe it's communication yeah, yeah, yeah. before mm-hmm. the, choreography. the choreography. Hey, what we're going to get, we, we need you to learn. And yes, you will probably have to show the choreographer that you can do it. But remember, there's a whole routine before this, and we're going to have to work towards that. So we're going to water this down once we get it, you know?
1: I think that's probably really what it is because the choreography isn't ever like ridiculous or dumb or anything like that. I think it's just a conversation with the kids to make sure that they are thinking in reality. I agree with
2: you. I mean, the choreographer did a good job for our our middle school. I think they did a great job. I think the kids' expectation was from their first practice after getting their choreography is, this is what we're doing. Oh, yeah. And then when you water it down to go through progressional steps, they're like, they feel like they're being looked at as, like, not as good as that level without realizing there's there's steps to it. Right. So when
1: – okay, so for All-Star, we just did our full-out, the first ones – what's today? Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yesterday. And so as far as end of the routine goes – For them, I think it was just the shock of (laughs) the shock of what a full out is. And then first of all, not doing so hot on the counts at the beginning of practice. So just like having to like breathe and remember what's next and like what count it's on and where to move to. And also like I feel like I'm dying and then like I don't remember anything. So I think for them that that's the main struggle. Because I also feel like when you're unsure of your counts, it makes it feel physically like you're more exhausted because you're not like everything. is like you're not prepared for it. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Craziness. Yep. It's crazy. But yeah, end of routines, they're a struggle.
2: For sure. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try something with level one when they're ready for their full outs. I'm not going to call it, I'm not going to allow anybody to call it a full out. We tried that one time, I think. Hey, guys, we're, we're going to do a tumbling stunt run through with full choreography and then, like, see what happens. Because I feel like when you say full out to those their brains are just,
1: like, exploding like confetti. Like, all right, we're doing all tumbling and all stunts. Let's go. That's, like,
0: like, the private lesson I did with Addie today. I said, I'm going to stop calling this a full and just call it a uh, flip to do with a twisty
1: <laughs> a brick twist a brick twist <laughs> a that's a brick right. twist what I looked is at, that? i looked
0: at a brick on the wall and i said we're going to do a brick flip with a twist a brick twist
1: <laughs> i started doing okay so you said um lola i started doing like weird um like ideas for um helping her like spot things so i you're helping her learn find, how to open her eyes? <laughs> basically, um, I would find things in the gym and then like give them a name and then tell her like, okay, you have to look at Larry before you do this tuck. She's like, who's Larry? I'm like, the ladder in the corner right there, you got to look at Larry. Larry and ladder. she remembered it for weeks. <laughs> like I would just give stuff names. Knees. Hey, where's Neely? Like, did you see her? Where is she? And it
0: worked. There you go. She goes yeah.
2: to flip, looks at a ladder
1: sideways, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> make it relatable, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Well, that's it for the cheerleading talk today. Um, let's move on to bikes, Roman. Yeah, yeah. you've uh, been flying through progressions lately. I'm gonna sell my bikes, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I want a car.
2: <laughs> I want a car
1: with an engine.
0: Your car doesn't well, have an engine. I it? want one that goes room room.
1: Is it a car if it doesn't have an engine? It's it's a it's whatever know. it it's identifies as. Does is it, it a wagon? Is it still it's defined as a car if there's no engine in it? Yeah. It's, it's
0: whatever wagon. it identifies as.
1: Well, Did it's not alive, so <laughs> how do you know it's got
2: if it's got you know
0: I think a car for is a car system. when it has a VIN number, right? So yep. if you take the motor out.
2: It's still a car. I have no
0: idea. But Roman, but. progressions on the bike. Yep. Talk about what's been going through your brain lately cuz you've been killing it. Also, we started a YouTube channel. Or I did. It's called Jimbo Bikes. If yeah. you don't already, go on YouTube, subscribe, like all of my videos, comment on all the videos, especially the ones with Roman. And yeah,
2: I'm going to start a YouTube channel. We've been
0: tracking his progression. You it's even get to see Roman eat. You even get to uh see uh one of the videos where we reflect on one of Roman's crashes cuz I was a horrible videographer and I just Watched Roman with my eyes and not the camera, but I was a to. good friend and a bad videographer, so
2: we're, we're okay.
0: Um, but yeah, go on there. We've been testing stuff out. Let me know if you guys like the style of the videos. Put it in the comments, get some interaction, like, yeah. comment, subscribe. That's what I'm supposed to say for YouTube, right? But yeah, yeah Roman progressions mm-hmm. since the last time that we talked about bikes, mm-hmm. you have jumped your first gap jump. Yep, yep, and that's not like one. you definitely crashed one, you had arm sleeves of scabs great for belly two weeks
2: <laughs> i was definitely not a belly flop it sick
0: it was a belly bounce to roll to slide to slide some more and then slide some more
2: i don't know I'd call but it then that same
0: day that same day not even a half hour later conquered the jump that he wrecked on like it was, that it was, was a bad idea i thought it was great
2: definitely a bad idea <laughs> my body
0: did no, it's, not like it it's a bad idea if you don't do it because then you think it, as long as you're physically still capable because then otherwise you go to bed and night you're like and then you get nervous about it and then it becomes harder and harder to no, do. I
1: get nervous in that moment for sure yeah. i
0: wasn't nervous I when i
1: went i
2: just don't know what happened i do yeah i'm sure you do
0: yeah That's you great. did everything we told you not to Perfect. Roman, you don't have to go fast, and you don't have to pull up. Just keep tension on your handlebars. Wanted Dude overshoots sure. the Landy by 10 feet, and he looks like he's riding an air wheelie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> is just which is why
0: he wrecked, by the way, because when he, when he came down, back tire, front tire slammed down, and his hand and feet bumped off the bike because of the compression on the front of the bike.
2: Speaking of which, uh, the bike shop that sold me this bike, I'm going to need you to look at it. Because that's pretty far away.
0: The compression was off on my bike. No, which it wasn't. My- <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so far Roman's jumped three gap jumps. Um, he's jumped the, uh, let me rephrase this, actual true doubles, where like if you were to roll up them, you can't drop your front tire on the other side and roll over it. Because there's some of the gaps that he's already hit that are like little tabletops that have like cutouts in them. Oh, yeah. Um, but this one, like if there's true consequence if you just, don't do anything off of them, you know. So, jumped the first one, learned how to jump the second one, learned how to fall on the second one. And then, same day as the day that he jumped the second one and wrecked on the second one, he jumped to the table portion of the third. And just yesterday, no, uh, two days ago, two days, Saturday, uh, well, so we're no, Wednesday. No. So, that's no, four days John. ago. Four days ago.
2: No, it was two days ago. That's Monday because John was here
0: four days ago is when you linked it together that's what the video is josh is in the video oh yeah five, um, four
2: days guys i went right i don't remember because i crashed on my second jump
0: A handful of days ago <laughs> uh roman strung all three of them together in one run and uh yeah so we're gonna get him a little bit more confident and comfortable jumping and being comfortable in the air before we connect the bottom two four and five because those are a little bit faster and yeah he's killing it looking more comfortable on the bike how do yeah. you feel
2: it's fun. I'm enjoying it.
0: We did a log challenge video, with the log that we always talk about. Took second yep. place. Jimbo we took third. We always talk went, wah, wah, wah. about Roman did beat me. He took second. I took third. My second attempt was the worst attempt in all of biking history. My front tire even literally, that, literally went onto the entry and came right off immediately. Oh, wow. He didn't yeah. get on the log. I he did, touched the log. I touched it with the tire and it came off. <laughs> But, yeah, that video is up on the Jimbo Bikes YouTube right now. Go check it out. Make fun of me, all that you would like. And, yeah.
2: Uh-oh. It is funny.
0: Roman, we're super proud of the progression that you've been putting in. Or I the, fell
2: off the log, too, though.
0: The effort that you've been putting in.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it it is a lot of fun. I don't know what I'm thinking. For I'm everyone, everyone riding.
0: that's been listening for a handful of uh, years, you know, because we have had this thing for years. I'm just kidding. For those of you that have been listening for a handful of podcasts, the log that Roman and Caleb were arguing about earlier in uh, this season. Yep, it is that log, and you will see the true height of it. It's pretty tall. It's not tall. I'm,
2: I'm literally five foot six. It's half my body.
0: Mm, it's not. It's, half, it's half my not body. even knee height.
2: It's up to my waist. <laughs> it shows it in the video. Yeah, yeah, but
1: you stepped off of it.
2: No, I fell off of it it's and different. landed on your feet. Well, that's because I'm a cat. Like so, I, if reflexes. you land on your feet,
1: is it still falling? No, I
2: definitely fell. Like, I was, my bike fell, so it counts as a and fall. And, like,
1: you hopped off of it.
2: No, I jumped. Like And laying on your feet? No, I don't remember. Caleb, pull
0: the mic a little bit closer to your face. Oh.
2: <laughs> I fell.
1: I'm
0: back.
2: You know what? I don't really want to hear it from you. You haven't even gotten on the log. Listen, it'll Go. happen. You gotta get on the log. I will.
1: Can't talk bad about the log
2: until you've been on the log. That is
1: true. It's kind of one of those things that I'm just so sure that I can do it, that I can talk all the crap that I'm I want literally to. Because when still, I get there, it'll happen.
2: I am still willing to bet a paycheck that you would not make it over that log in your first three attempts.
0: I think it was six. Is what wouldn't, said still
2: wouldn't do it. Easily. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't happen.
0: It'll uh happen. All right, well, yeah, quick shout-out to Roman for his progression. He's been killing it. Um, Overall, I've— The fastest man alive. Just watching you jump the first gap jump a handful of times and then how much you've progressed just in comfort and the ability to kind of pitch your bike the way that you want to or at least to match the landing is 10 times better. So shout-out, Roman. Good job.
2: I'm definitely not comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) just I'm like all right this one's gonna be the one
0: we just watched a video of uh, the latest YouTube video of he's like let me see what it looks like when I jump it and he watched it and he goes I feel so much higher I do feel
2: <laughs> so much higher I'm, like, I'm flying I'm like one foot off the ground
0: goPros always make everything look small
2: I need you guys to like get better angles
0: mm, my ankles are fine
2: <laughs> I said angles
0: Um <laughs> next uh fall fest roman myself josh our buddy chase travis uh a bunch of people that you probably don't know but and then i have even more people from nashville we're heading to knoxville and we are riding our mountain bikes at one of the coolest places that we know in this area it is so fun they run shuttles those days, so you I can just wait. rip the downhills. You don't have to rock, climb uphill. My day. It is going to be a blast. But, yeah, we're looking forward to that. So all of our friends that are coming with us that listen to this, we can't wait to see you guys. It'll be a camping weekend. Casey's Good going. Good fires outside. Yep, Casey's flying in and joining us. Uh, I think he bought his flight already. I've told him, like, 17 times, but we'll <laughs> see. I don't know if he I'm, has.
2: I'm just excited for that little cantina with the tacos.
0: The little food truck
2: no it was like the the oh sono taco yeah it was so good south
0: knoxville so it's s-o-k-n-o so so good it was so good
1: okay
2: i'm literally and we went to this brewery but they have like a little restaurant to the side of it and the food there was really good too like i don't
0: remember riding my bike Mm -hmm. the food was delicious (laughs) But yeah, uh, so we're looking forward to that. And if you want to look up any information on that, or if maybe you have family members that are mountain bike riders and they want to join it, it is the American Mountain Bike Festival, right? Yep. And it is at in Knoxville, just south of Knoxville, Bakers Creek Preserve, and it's a blast. It is put on by AMBC, AMBC, mm. American mountain bike company i don't know committee i don't know
2: i know specialized is going to be there again this year yeah they have a bunch
0: of vendors that show up so and food it's super cool but yeah and then rampage caleb you got to watch your first live mountain bike event and it just happened to be you know one of the most gnarly ones you got to see we uh you and i sat down the week before and we got to watch some of the videos of youtubers that were there which definitely put the height and danger factor into a bigger perspective rather than watching it just on tv again cameras make everything look worse yeah or easier i mean yeah. but yeah i would say overall it was amazing the dude that front flipped the canyon gap twice stupid it was insane
2: blen vanito what it was his name
1: I have no idea. His <laughs> na- he was from Spain. <laughs> it was unpronounceable. However,
0: need His nickname's BMV. That yeah,
1: event is just like Well, let's see if I fly home or not, <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah. I mean, he went, he flew. That's just crazy.
0: Yeah. Shout out to like- our buddy Reed Boggs. Uh, he didn't make it on the podium this year. He does have a podium in the past, but oh snap! Uh, shout out Reed Boggs. Good job, good job, good brum, job. Brum. And then Cam Zinc won it all. Yep. Took it home. Yep. His Did kid it.
2: had a dope haircut. It was a mullet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did a backflip down a gnarly drop. Yep. That we watched someone completely almost yard themselves on when they came down the run in for it. Mm-hmm. The dude that tried to jump the whole thing and his hand blew off. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he die? Roman, you watched the same thing we did. Yeah, you he, he, he was okay.
1: No, he wasn't. I don't think so.
2: <laughs> I'm over um, here like these guys are jumping from one mountain to another. I'm over here like rolling over a hole in the floor. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, here I go. Shout like, out to my sponsors, all the stickers on my bike.
0: Nash camp. Plug. Yeah, I think there's a reference inside of uh one of the recent videos. Roman's like, I put a couple stickers on my bike that's supposed to make you go faster, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. I go faster.
0: But yeah, uh, not that anyone from there is listening, but shout out to everybody at Rampage. It was super fun to watch. Caleb, you liked it?
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Super cool.
1: Insanely stupid. <laughs>
0: the stuff that they yeah, do is that's, nuts.
1: That's it's honestly. Like skydiving connected to the ground is what it is. It's skydiving connected to the ground. That's called. Think crashing. It, nope. Think about That's it for a crashing. minute. It's a it's a perfect description.
2: If I skydive, I don't want to be connected to the ground at all.
1: Well, I'm just until I safely it's, land. It's I don't, I don't know. It's dirt mount. It's mountain acrobatics. Something. <laughs> it was cool. It's pretty. Do- I don't get the judging, but. I would try it if there was a way to have a line run over the entire thing and wear a harness. That's what I said. And then I would roll down one of those lines on a mountain bike. You know what I mean?
0: Like knowing that you couldn't fall down a cliff.
1: Yes, that like if I if I screwed up, like it would catch me.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people would do that. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. That they well, don't. I'm it's called theme parks. I'm
1: putting the idea out there. <laughs> For it to happen.
0: Oh, so, okay.
1: I don't
2: think they're going to build you a harness
1: over a mountain.
0: You should pitch that idea to it's a
1: moneymaker, I'm telling you. Red Bull, hear them out. Yep.
0: Sorry about the microphone noise. I'm adjusting something real quick. But yeah, overall, good event. Super fun to watch. First, that's my first year ever watching it live. I've always watched it a couple hours later. So.
2: What was your favorite trick?
0: My favorite trick? Yep. The. It was from brendog brendan fairclaw and it was jumping out to the battleship even though it was the most anticlimactic thing but watching the videos leading up to it and watching the minimal room for error and if there is an error what happens assuming what happens based on the size of the cliffs on the side of that thing and how far you fall to rock it was just impressive to see um it was cool to see emil johansson do Oppo tail whip and then a regular tail whip down two drops back to back. That was cool, too. Nice. But, yeah, overall, good experience. And that about wraps it up for today. So uh, thanks for sticking around. And, yeah, uh, again, quick shout out. Oh, quick plug, Nash Camps.
2: Nash Camps. Nash Camps. Food trucks.
0: Food trucks. Team IC is uh, coming to a close here for this season soon. We're coming up to the end of the year. Uh, And I think applications are going to go out in november this year oh, hey, you, have snap.
2: To, you have to have that soon you have to compete at red bull rampage to make it
0: yeah you have to be a professional mountain bike rider and, and an all-star cheerleader
1: team yep. i is dead <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh but yeah nash camps if you haven't registered already make sure to register asap that we only have a handful of spots left for next summer we do have an extra week that is added on that is session number six and yeah it's gonna be a blast we have some cool stuff planned some new stuff this year and yeah overall great great time talking today what's your favorite thing to talk about roman today yeah food food okay. i always love talking no right.
2: i mean it, it it's interesting to know what crunch time is for everybody
0: else yeah
2: i just yeah you know
0: caleb just- favorite thing to talk about today Red Bull Rampage. Red Bull Rampage? Red Bull Rampage. Red Bull Rampage. Red Rampage. You
2: should just come to uh, the mountain bike festival. What? You should just go to the mountain bike festival with us.
0: You could. The only time that you really can't see us is when we're up riding in the trails, but we'll spend some time at the Gravity Park, too. And you can even ride my jump bike at the gra- or at the Gravity Park. It's like an asphalt <laughs> pump track and everything. Fancy. We are camping, though. so In the woods. It's not the woods. It's a guy's backyard. There's no showers. Yeah, there is. How long is we this go to trip? Planet, We go to Planet Fitness and we shower. We didn't
2: go to Planet Fitness last year. We did, We all forgot to shower.
0: Um, <laughs> We're leaving on a Friday Planet morning <laughs> and we're coming back Saturday night. We're only camping one night.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. When is, when we're, is we're, this?
0: We're going to ride Friday evening and then we're going to ride most of the day Saturday and then come back Saturday night. First weekend in November. It's literally a couple weekends away.
1: Hmm. 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 Yep. Yep. Does it cost money? No. Oh, the food does.
0: It might be. Uh, usually, we each throw twenty-five bucks for like the dude's backyard. But
1: is this about to be the first time I get on a bike?
0: No time like the present. Dude, are there jumps there? That—that's what I'm saying. You can ride my. Dirt jump bike at the jump park. I'm about
1: to freaking do some jumps. Okay. Okay. It's asphalt. All right. We might get our first Okay, remind me about that because I actually am extremely interested.
0: Yeah. We'll go upstairs right now. I'm going to do a backflip. We'll watch some YouTube. Oh, it's going to be amazing. 360
1: tail whip. Oh. We'll go yeah. gonna
0: be sick. We'll go to YouTube uh right after this and I'll show you what the jump track looks like. Did Done. you just say
2: you're gonna do a backflip <laughs> on the 368? And just so you guys know, Cheerville is I'm looking doing for a Suicide No
0: <laughs> Hander trick. <laughs> suicide no hander. Oh yeah. You know we haven't talked about that. We Floating won't talk about starfish. it tonight, but congrats. Caleb got a promotion. He is oh, now the you. Tumbling manager at uh Cheerville Gallatin.
1: Yeah, I manage stuff.
0: Yep. You took over the entire Tumbling program there. Yep. Congrats. Thank you. Alrighty, uh that's it for us tonight. Uh, we'll see you guys on the next one, which will start our video series. So if you guys like watching podcasts on video, uh, Roman started a YouTube channel. It is called The Breakdown, I believe. And uh, we'll be uploading videos there. I changed, Actually, Roman will. Uh, Roman's going to upload the video. Change so.
2: the name of it. Oh, what is it? It's Roman Eats. we oh. started start
0: another one. All right, we'll see you guys later. Peace.